live from the Salvation Army National Headquarters, this is the Fight for Good podcast. Well, hi, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Fight for Good podcast. I'm your host, Lieutenant Colonel Tim Foley. We're broadcasting here from our offices at the Salvation Army National Headquarters in Alexandria, Virginia. And today with me is the assistant to the editorial director, Michelle Caceres. Hi, Michelle. Hi. Now, I understand from our executive producer, Elizabeth, that today this is like the best podcast ever that we've done here on Fight for Good. Would you be in agreement of, with that? Yes, I would concur with Elizabeth's statement. I agree with myself. <laughs> <laughs> well, now, hold on. <laughs> hold on. I, did, I didn't invite you into the sorry, conversation sorry. Just, yet. I'm hyped. I'm hyped. Why? you got to tell our listeners why you're so hyped about this interview today and why you think this is the best interview ever. This is the best interview ever because we spoke, well, Michelle spoke, I was on the line, to <laughs> Carlos and Alexa Penavega. I'm talking Carlos from Big Time Rush and Alexa of Spy Kids. I mean, this is a massive, this is huge. And for those of you that are my age that have no clue, you just ask your grown adult children and they'll, they'll let you know who these folks are. I guess, I guess they're pretty exciting and Michelle, it was a pretty exciting interview that you had. Yeah, it was awesome. And like Elizabeth shared, Carlos was on the Nickelodeon TV show Big Time Rush, and Alexa was in the movie Spy Kids. Um, and if you are a millennial, you grew up watching both of those. And they both they're married now, and they have children together, and it is just the most perfect Hollywood couple you could ever imagine. So what makes them different from – other Hollywood couples and Hollywood actors. So in the interview, you'll hear a lot about how they kind of make their marriage work. And it's just very different from typical Hollywood relationships. Um, they never take jobs that where they're both on different jobs and they're apart or away from their kids and apart from each other. They always allow one person to be on a job at a time. They also have kind of directed to more wholesome content. They don't really agree with a lot of what is shown in Hollywood because a lot of that might be kind of inappropriate for children, yet you have children on those type of projects, and that's just not something that they really want to promote. So they're very selective with what they agree to do. And then on top of that, too, they moved to Hawaii to get out of L.A. when they found out Alexa was pregnant. Uh, you hear in the interview that Carlos was totally joking when he suggested moving to Hawaii. But after Alexa kind of looked at the schools and just like, you know, what was around them, they realized, yeah, no, we're going to raise little island babies together. And they moved to Hawaii and they, I mean, they come back for work, but pretty much they've never been back. <laughs> now, from a logistics point of view, how in the world did you keep our producer out of the interview. Did you have to kind of like push her out or was she just kind of like jumping in? No, no. Elizabeth was on the line and um, I definitely need her on the line in case anything happened or if we got disconnected by any means. But I also knew that she was a big fan. So I wanted her to like be a part of it. <laughs> and it was awesome. And you could just like hear the giddiness in her voice, how excited she was. Elizabeth, will you ever be the same after 
your experience uh, with the uh, Pena Vegas? I think it's impossible to go back to who I was before. <laughs> <laughs> they were really nice. Like they, they were, were nice. down to earth. Their their kids like had woken up from a nap and it was just so cute to hear them kind of in the background that we actually asked them if it was okay if we left that in the full interview because it just kind of tied together the whole you know, we're actors, we're parents, we're, we're a married couple. This is life. This is what's going to happen. It just kind of tied in so perfectly to the whole interview. It was just great. We encourage you to give a listen to Michelle's interview with Carlos and Alexa Penavega. Before we start, I have a very serious question for Alexa. Okay. Okay, the, the world needs to know, all right? Oh, no. <laughs> Were the Thumb Thumbs and Spy Kids real actors, or was it CGI? Uh, no, they actually made these Thumb Thumb suits. And there were people walking around in the thumb thumb suits and they were as creepy in person as they were on screen. <laughs> I just had to know. Yeah, no, they made, they, some of them were CGI, but for the most part, they were actually made. That is amazing because I think every kid our age just has to know. I obviously gushed about this interview all week and my boyfriend was like, can you ask about the thumb thumb? <laughs> this yeah. is a serious interview. He's like, this I really want to know. Very <laughs> question. It's a very important question. <laughs> yeah, no, the thumb thumbs were actually real. And uh, I got to go in one for the for the first movie. Uh, they put me in one, but they were so large that I had to be laying on the floor. I couldn't actually walk around. Oh my gosh, that's so crazy. Yeah. Was it like super hot? Like I feel like it'd be like a mascot suit. Almost. Oh my gosh, yeah. I think it was even thicker than a mascot suit because it wasn't intended to be worn all day long and running around in. So it was this very, very thick, kind of like, um, oh, like a rubbery material. Very strange. Very weird. <laughs> yeah, that does sound weird. <laughs> well, that is a great introduction to who we're interviewing today. We are here with Alexa and Carlos. Go ahead and tell us a bit about yourselves. Well, what's up, guys? My name is Alexa Penavega. And my name is Carlos Penavega, and we've done this uh, <laughs> intro many times. That's why we uh, know how to bounce off <laughs> each other. Um, no, I'm kidding, um, but not really. Uh, we we are um, we're two. What do you say? We're we're actors. We're 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 entrepreneurs. We love Jesus. And actually, I should say we love Jesus. We're, and we're actors. We're, we're actors. We're entrepreneurs. <laughs> And uh, we are parents. Actually, no, I should change that again. The order oh is just crazy. Goodness. No, you know what? We, we just, we, we love, we love God. We love life. And we are just here to uh, spread light and positivity. That's amazing. And um, how did you two meet? Uh, we actually met at Bible study in California. Yeah, but it doesn't really, I mean, like it sounds good like that. But if you really dig into it, it's kind of like, <laughs> what? We were both in interesting points of our lives. Yeah, uh, and, but, uh, yeah. But we met up with with a very important purpose. <laughs> exactly. And did you guys know about each other prior to meeting? Um, you know what i i I had known of her. You know, I I just knew her as this chick from Spy Kids, and I did not. I was not into. I I, I never thought she was cute. I kind of <laughs> I kind of always thought that she looked like. Uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Thanks, babe. Uh, 
And I was just like, no, not, 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 not my type. Hold on. As a kid though. Yeah. 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 Kid. yeah, yeah. <laughs> now you just look like my son, Greg. Wow, no, I'm just Carlos, kidding. I'm kidding. Wow. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. There is, but there is an uncanny resemblance. Oh my um, gosh. no, no, no. We, we, we did not uh, know each other, but I knew of her. She had no idea who I was. And, uh, we, we, we met and I was just totally, um, what's the word? Smitten. <laughs> smitten by her um and i started quoting spice uh Sp spice girls spy kids lines for her and uh she she was not having it i uh i know that she told my friend uh well our, our mutual friend she told him what's wrong with that guy he's he's just he's weird <laughs> <laughs> i didn't think you were that weird i was just like what a dork <laughs> So did you have to like kind of build up to get to a relationship or like to ask her out? Uh, you know what? I, as uh, I think I, I can speak for a lot of guys, we we like things to move quick. Um, <laughs> I, Alexa was not one of those girls. She she wanted to be friends first, friends second, friends third, and friends fourth. It was just <laughs> like let's just be friends. Uh, but you know, I was persistent, um, and you know, we we we. we actually started hanging out every Sunday at, at church. So she would pick me up and we would drive to church together. Uh, and, um, that's kind of how we, how, how we started our whole relationship. You know, I had never been to a Bible study. I went to my first one, I met Alexa and then we started going to church together. So it's really cool that our whole entire, uh, uh, uh you know, uh, relationship ha has kind of started in our faith. And sorry, just another question. When you guys um, went to Bible study, so you guys weren't dating yet, what led you to that specific Bible study? <laughs> so, okay, our friend Andrew is just incredible. He's the most giving person we've ever met. Just we can go on and on about Andrew. I've known Andrew since I was 13 years old. Carlos has known him since you were like 18. Yeah. 18. Um, but it's so funny because Andrew had brought up Carlos's name a few times, but I still had, I didn't know who he was, but he always knew that we would be very compatible. He just always said, you guys have to meet, you guys just have to meet. But you know, the timing never worked out. Um, we were either in other relationships or just not, um, not ready to, to talk at all. So, you know, Andrew had invited me to his Bible study quite a few times. It was a Bible study at his house that he led. And, you know, just this one, one particular time I decided, you know what, I'll go check it out. And this is after a couple years of him having this Bible study that I finally decided to go. And it just so happened to be the night Carlos showed yeah. up as well. And, and, and I actually was there. Uh, I'd been invited by an ex-girlfriend uh, and I was thinking, well, maybe if I show up to this thing, I could rekindle, you know, we could rekindle our, our relationship, <laughs> uh, you know, and, and I knew, I knew about, you know, like I grew up in the church, but, you know, I, I think a lot of us have grown up in the church and like, you know, what does that really mean? Like, yep. what kind of relationship do we have? Uh, so I was like, yeah, I'll go to this Bible study and just crazy how, uh, you know, I ended up meeting Alexa uh, and it was one thing led to another. And now we have two kids seven years <laughs> later. <laughs> That's amazing. What is your favorite characteristic about each other? I would say Carlos has this awesome childlike personality. And I mean that in the absolute greatest way. He is so joyful and just so still like in awe of the things around him and just 
he he's never afraid to have fun. And I and I know that's something that as we get older, as we become parents, you know, it's so easy to kind of get into this routine and this kind of uh, where it's like a little harder to just laugh and let go a little bit. And he is never afraid to laugh and let go. And it just brings so much joy to my life and always kind of lightens the mood, which is really awesome. Mm. You know, for me, it's that Alexa always has really great things to say about me. <laughs> no, no, you know what? She, she, she's always so positive. Uh, and, to a fault. And, and, and she will defend the, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? She will defend any, like, like if, if, if we're debating two sides and clearly one side is wrong, she will try and find every reason. Well, maybe they did this because of this, or maybe, maybe it's because of this, or maybe it's, and I'm like, oh my gosh, can you just agree with me for two seconds? And she's like, I agree with you, but I want to see what these people are feeling. And it's just, it's, it's really, it's like really, I said, to a fault. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's really something that is, you know, uh, super unique to her. I have not met anybody else who is like that. Most people will just cave and have no problem siding with me. Um, <laughs> and while you guys, um, you know, were working in Hollywood and everything, how did you guys find time for each other? Like in the very beginning of your relationship? You know, Bible study and church, um, like Carlos said, that really paved the way for us. And it was just the starting point of our relationship. So a lot of our conversations would revolve around that. Um, but then from there, I would say we were just you know, I know the norm, the normal thing in relationships is you go, um, you go to work and then, you know, if you have time, then you see each other, but we were truly inseparable. I actually remembered this moment that we were walking into a mall and there was this lady coming through the door and Carlos, I like went to let go of his hand to let her through and he squeezed my hand harder and he said, sorry, ma'am, we're inseparable and like pushed his way through. <laughs> and it was just, it was so funny because it was true. I would go to his set and spend time with him there. Um, and if I had to fly out for a shoot, he would, you know, fly in and come visit me. And, you know, we just, we made we made that time for one another, even when it felt like there wasn't a lot of time. Yeah. And I don't understand these people in relationships in our industry. And they're like, okay, well, I'm, I'm leaving my husband for six weeks. And I'm like, what? Well, you know, he has to work and I'm, and I'm, I'm like, but then what, what, like, I get it. Like, you know, people have different professions, but then what's the point of being in a relationship if you're going to be apart from each other for so long and it's a choice, you know, it's right. When not a choice, but you're choosing to say, Hey, listen, I, I'm going to take this gig. You have to do yours. That's, that's really hard. I mean, that cannot be healthy on any relationship. Well, I mean, think of how long Spy Kids took to film six months, all these huge movies take about six months to shoot. So you're literally looking at, at spouses yeah. who are leaving. Well, and, 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 you know, not to, and it, this can be for a whole nother podcast, but like not to mention, uh, you know, sometimes for the most part, all these movies and, and these roles, they require you to be, I mean, we've, we've taken a, a stance on the type of roles that we take, but a lot of these roles require you to be intimate with, you know, your, your, your co-star. Co so imagine being away from your, you know, significant other for eight weeks, but yet you're, you know, on set and you're flirting for eight weeks with this other person. Like, 
it's just, it's not conducive to a healthy relationship. And so when you guys were dating, um, were you still on big time rush? I was, I was, uh, and we shot at, uh, at a Paramount studios and Alexa, you know, she would come probably every other day and hang out. She loves being on set. I'm, I'm, I'm a type of person that I'm like, if I, if I don't have to be on set, like send me home. Alexa's like, I'll just sit around. <laughs> she just grew up doing that. So she just loves being in that atmosphere. It kind of feels like a second home. Right. And you, and that's all in California, right? Mm-hmm. Where you guys were living. Okay. Yes. And would you say that um, at, as your relationship started to develop, would you say that the projects that you started to take on, um, did you guys kind of balance it out between the both of you? Or like, did you ever take a project at the same time that would inevitably pull you guys away? In yeah. the beginning, yeah. You know, in the beginning, we were still navigating um, what, it, yeah. what it was that we were doing. Well, I think we were doing two things. We were both in uh, kind of growing our relationship, but at the same time, also growing our relationship with God and, and our faith. So we started, you know, looking at our careers a little differently. If you look at the roles that I was taking back then versus the roles that I take now, it, it look they look very different because we just we set new boundaries for ourselves. We set new boundaries in our relationship. And you could see that progression throughout, you know, throughout that time. Um, but I would say right off the bat, not everything didn't just change at once. We still kind of had our careers. We were navigating how to make them coincide with one another. But um, it was just kind of the beginning of navigating it all. Yeah. And then on top of that, then when you guys were first navigating that all. And then you guys finally figured out where your relationship was and how you were going to take on those projects. Did any projects that you take on reflect your faith or beliefs? Oh, interesting. Um, you know, I took on, I really loved, I, I worked on a film called Do You Believe? And I'm so sad that Carlos couldn't do that because the guy, the guy who played my boyfriend in the movie or this, the kind of love interest, uh, his name was Carlos. So I thought how perfect <laughs> But um, the kid was so, so sweet and, and, and he was uh, wonderful to work with. But, but you know, th- that movie was a faith-based movie and I really enjoyed being a part of that. I think the one thing that's kind of a struggle that we both um, will hopefully one day kind of fill that void is, is the fact that like, look, you have fantastic Christian movies out there that are so nice that you can bring home and you can put on there, like put on your TV for the whole family. And I love that. Um, but I also think, a lot of times it's very unrealistic to what actually goes on in Christian households and in Christian lives because we're not perfect people. Like we mess up. We we um, fail daily and we're constantly trying to better ourselves. And I feel like a lot of the Christian movies out there, you know, they cater to the Christian audience, but how do you make worldly content, but with um, kingdom hearted background, basically. So our goal is to one day create content for the world, but that comes from a kingdom heart. So everyone can see it, everyone can enjoy it, but it's all based on Jesus, essentially. Yeah. I mean, you know, there's no need, like, I, I, I can tell you how many times I get onto, a, you know, a project and, you know, I have to have the conversation. And I'm like, hey, I don't want to say GD. I, I know that my character says it. Is there any way that I can't? And you know, I, I I have to have that conversation. And ultimately, I've been lucky, you know, fortunate enough that, you know, I've been given that, 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 you know, that, uh, you know, past and not say it. 
but it's like, you know, is there a need for it? And that's always my question. I'm like, why are we, you know, cursing all this stuff? Like, what if a kid watches this? Oh, well, kids are saying these type of things. I'm like, kids are saying these type of things because it's what's, it's, it's what's, it's what is allowed. Yeah. Yeah. And it's what they're seeing. So, you know, it's, it's been, it's been, it's been interesting and fun to try and find a balance. And, um, like the projects that we take are definitely, um, lighter, lighter. (laughs) And, uh, I don't know. It it just feels good. You know, I, I I don't, you know, go to work anymore and I'm like, Oh, I'm doing this, this scene today. And, (laughs) Oh man. Well, I just, I honestly, I feel like I have this mindset now because you can do a movie. Like here, here's the truth. You can do a, a real movie about, uh, drug addiction. You can do a movie about, you know, uh, uh, even like infidelity in marriage and you can do those movies, but I want to know at the end of the movie, what is the outcome? What is the takeaway? You know, because the problem I feel like is a lot of these projects nowadays glorify drugs. They glorify infidelity in marriage. Like they're doing so many things to glorify the sin as opposed to like, wow, they really came through this obstacle and this movie ended up being such an encouragement, right. such a light. So, or, 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 or you have this awesome story of redemption, but it's filled with, you know, drug, you know, sex. Like it's just like this crazy thing that a 16 year old shouldn't be watching. Right. So if it's got this awesome story of redemption, why don't we make it so that a 16 year old can watch it and go, Oh my gosh, that was so powerful. That was so moving. Yep. Not what did I just watch? Like this yeah. guy just did this, did this and this and this. So I think that there's a balance and, you know, we're, we're fighting hard to, you know, bring that line uh, a little closer to the other side. Yeah, definitely. I think that's also something that we struggle here, um, you know, at War Cry because we are a Christian publication, but we do want to talk about those topics, mm-hmm. but we never want to offend somebody. Do right. you know what I mean? Yeah, the goal isn't to shame anyone ever, but it's also to have real conversations. Um, mm-hmm. And we don't want to make people uncomfortable, but at the end of the day, you know, the the Bible is actually a very uncomfortable read, <laughs> you know, like God, God didn't make it like to be just like cupcakes and rainbows. There are real issues and the Bible, you know, can be very offensive at times, but, but it's real and it's, it's truth. And you have to know that going in when you're reading it. So, so as much as at the end of the day, we don't ever want to be offensive or we don't ever want to be hurtful. Um, God didn't intend us to be people pleasers. He intended us to be speakers of truth. Mm. And that's all we can do. Preach. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a great, that's a great answer. I like the way you worded that. Thank you. So, um, sorry, just another random question. Okay. Carlos, your last name is Hannah. Alexa, mm-hmm. your last name is Vega. Yes. And you guys just com- made your own last name. <laughs> yeah. It worked. That's, did you guys like legally change it? Or was that just something that like you started on social media? No, so it was all, it, it's all legally changed. You know, it was crazy. That's awesome. We, we, uh, we uh, went to the Ventura County, you know, the, the office, whatever. To get, like the marriage certificate. Yeah. And they were like, so uh, who's taking whose last name, whatever. So we like, you know, went off to the corner and like wrote it. And I, and I just put Penavega as one word. And I said, I wonder if this will work, you we'll know, to let, let us do it. Right. Cause like normally it has to be like someone taking, you know, someone's last name and then it's at the end of the name. So, so we filled out all the information and the lady grabbed it and she looked at it and she looked at us and she looked at it and she gave us the stamp. <laughs> and you know, once you have that stamp, you can change your, your, social your security, social security your license, <laughs> your passport, just, you know, one, two, three, one, two, three. So 
yeah, it all changed. And now we're, we were like, it worked. We're we're like, we're the pen of Vegas now. (laughs) And then do you capitalize the V in like the, the middle of it? It just depends on on how Alexa's feeling. Oh my god, that's so stupid. No, I mean, uh, sorry. Sorry. Our, our that's okay. Um, <laughs> I I usually do capitalize it just because I kind of like the look of it. To be honest, um, I don't really care. Like the name is Pena Vega. It's not separated. It is. It is one. I know. I I've had people be like, "You let her take the second half of the name." I was like, "Dude." <laughs> Does Vega Penna really sound great? I was like, no. yeah, <laughs> it does. It rolls off the tongue. Like I, I yeah. mean, I had to like triple check. I'm like, no, this is definitely. They had two different last names at one point. Yeah. Like, so I was like, yeah. this is a new name. <laughs> made it yeah. one. And I and I and I haven't found an, another one out there. So I think, I think we're we the first. It. I think we created. <laughs> you know, I like it. But we honestly, we just we love our families, but we both come from you know kooky families. We all. If, for us, we just wanted a fresh start. We just thought, you know what, we are going to start over. We're gonna, you know, we're leaping into our faith. We're leaping into this this family, and and we should just start something brand new and and start fresh. And that's where Pena Vega came from. I like it. And with that start fresh, you guys also moved to Hawaii. We did. Yes, terrible, terrible, <laughs> terrible place. Oh <laughs> What what made you guys decide to move there? Oh, you know, uh, the sun, the okay, beach. Carlos. No, I'm just kidding. Um, right, because you can't the, get that in California. Right, right. right. Well, <laughs> hey, the in California are complete. Like, some, someone took me to the beach. I'm from Florida. They took me to the beach of California, and they were like, welcome to the beach. I was like, what is this? Like, the water is brown. It is cold. Like, no, I'm out of here. Um, no, but we, we uh, I had always been been uh, in love with Maui and wanted to move here and um, Alexa was not about that she she loved Los Angeles and she's like I can't leave here and then we had our our first kid and she you know she was sitting down with me and we were just like looking at the at the like where the world was and the schooling and this and we just said man we got to find something else so I remember um, I just like one day one morning I'm like leaving for the gym and I said hey what if we just moved to Maui? And she was like, I'm in. And I just kind of laughed and I was like, okay, okay. So then I left and I got in my car and I thought about it for a second. And I ran back inside and I said, were you saying like, I'm in like, sh- like, sure. Why not? Or like, yes, let's do this. Like, let's go. And she was like, let's go. And I told her, I said, I- as soon as I walk out this door, I'm going to call our, our uh, realtor and tell him to sell the house. And like, we're going. So if, if this is for real, I'm going to put everything in motion. And she's like, this is for real. I literally got in the car, drove to the gym. I don't, I don't think I worked out. I, th- I, th- I think I got on the phone and called people and I was like, we're moving to Maui. And that <laughs> and, and that's literally how it happened. Everyone thought we were crazy. We were Everyone in, thought we were nuts. We were in Maui like two months later. Yeah. Well, yeah, like, like, like three months. Yeah. <laughs> and um, you guys said you have two children. Do you two have similar parenting styles? I yeah. I yes. mean, I mean, other than the fact that Alexa has so much, so much more patience, <laughs> <laughs> is that right? She has much more patience than I do. Um, but I think it's a good balance. You know, I'm, I was raised in a very Spanish family where it's like, you know, you only get one chance, like, come on, let, Tough you love. know, like, let, let go. <laughs> so I think this balance of, you know, her and I is really going to give them a, a, a really solid upbringing. And they're good kids. Sometimes. How old are they? 
<laughs> uh, three and one. Oh, wow. Do you guys think you'll have any more children? Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're going to yeah. fill a school bus. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what? We have, we have uh, um, Ocean's Room has, has uh, uh, at one point it had three beds. Right now it has two and it could fit another bunk bed. So I'm like, we can at least have four. <laughs> and then, and then they can all share a room. They can figure it out. Unless we have a, a girl, then she'll probably want her own room. And then we're gonna have to rethink everything. <laughs> and how do the two of you handle um, any arguments or disagreements? We don't argue or disagree on anything. What oh are you talking about? Goodness. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. We have uh, plenty of that. Um, I think it. Here's the truth. I think it drives Carlos nuts. Um, but we'll argue and I'll want to like pray about it <laughs> or, or like somehow bring it back to like, all right, well, why don't you like take time to like speak with God? And he's like, no, we're just, we're good. Why do you do that? I just want to have this conversation <laughs> right now because he wants to end it there and right then and there and figure it out. I like to take time to process it and to think about it. So we operate very differently um, in those kind of like when it comes to confrontation and it's, it's, it is a struggle sometimes to balance that because I want to be able to respect how he feels and he wants to respect how I feel. So it's, it's, uh, always like a balancing act, finding that, that happy place. And I feel like it's like that in any marriage, but you know, it's so cliche, but communication is super, super key. And we're learning every single day how to better our communication and how to lift each other up and, yep. and, and, you know, build a great foundation. Yeah. And do you think that your faith also guides your parenting styles? Oh, a hundred percent. That was awesome. <laughs> what are some things that like you might do with like your, your sons that is faith-based or is definitely because of what you believe in? Um, I think that's honestly where a lot of my patience comes from and a lot of grace. It's interesting because before you become a parent, it's so easy to like judge, judge other people or judge other parents. And then you become a parent and your like grace just starts growing and extending to so many people. And I think in every scenario, not just parenting situations, just because it's hard. Like, how do you have the patience when you're so tired you just need sleep. You're trying to, you know, keep a baby happy. You're learning how to even keep a baby alive. Like it's just your whole world has just been rocked in a really good way, but it's just everything at once. And I feel like, you know, I look at, I look at my relationship with God and, um, sorry, I'm kind of all over the place, but there was this moment I was playing with ocean and, I was just trying to get his attention. And he was like looking at all his little toys. I think he was only like one at the time. And I just wanted him to look at me. So finally I had to like start putting away his toys and remove all the distractions until he looked at me. And then he started playing with me and he started giggling and smiling. And I remember the way my heart felt in that moment. And I was just like overwhelmed with joy and love. And then it hit me. Like I had this feeling of like God going that's how I feel with you. But I can only imagine that it's like a million times greater, like the joy and love that God has for us. But then it also got me thinking going, wow, like God loves us so much that, you know, Ocean 
Ocean can mess up. He could, um, you know, scream or cry or not let me sleep, but I'm going to love him so much regardless because I have that grace and I have that patience with him. And I just felt like, oh, that's how, that's like literally how God feels with us. Um, but I don't want him to have to move the, remove the distractions for me. I want to be able to remove the distractions myself so that I have that relationship with him and I've made space for him. So I hope, I know that was like a really big answer. But no, that was that was good. And it, <laughs> it makes sense too the way you kind of connect the dots to like, just something so simple playing with toys to getting his attention back on you. Exactly. So I mean, that was, that was a great answer. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> and um, okay, so again, I just bragged about this interview to all my friends to make them jealous. <laughs> and one question that just kept coming up was everyone wants to know how you came up with the name ocean. So that was Los. Yeah, uh, we were on a sailing trip uh, in the middle of the Caribbean, and we were, you know, back before we had kids, we used to adventure a lot, uh, and this was, we we rented a catamaran, uh, Alexa and I know how to sail, and we just sailed for two weeks, uh, and she was like, I think, what, four, three or four months pregnant? Four months pregnant, four months pregnant. right before we announced. And uh, we were just, you know, sitting out there. And we were just, you know, kind of talking and we're like, okay, cool. What if we were convinced that it was a girl and we said, what if it is a boy? Like we need the coolest name so that, you know, it's just, it's just perfect. And we're sitting there on the ocean. I'm looking, I'm looking at the ocean. I'm just like, what about ocean? And it was like an immediate, like, yeah, a kid, a boy named ocean. How cool is that? And uh, yeah, I mean, it kind of just happened, but it was such a cool, a cool moment. And like a couple of Alexa's sisters and, um, or sorry, one of her sisters and some of my friends were all on the boat and we kind of just, Hey guys, we, we have an awesome guy name, uh, you know, you know, for a boy in ocean. They were like, that's awesome. And I think having their, uh, their kind of approval and just, just the moment of being like in the middle of the ocean, uh, just like witnessing God's, God's incredible work. Um, you know, no cell phones, no nothing. It just all felt right. Yeah. And then we found out it was a boy and we had the coolest name ever. And it was just like, okay, ocean it is. That's awesome. Yeah. Cause that's so, it's so rare and it's different, but it's not crazy different. Like a lot of Hollywood <laughs> kids' yeah, names yeah. are. And it's awesome that there's like this really significant meaning behind it as well. Absolutely. I mean, you look at the ocean and it's so peaceful and and beautiful and like the feeling that it brings you is incredible, but it's also incredibly powerful and and strong and vast. And I just loved how it can bring two cr- cool feelings together. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And so, how do you guys balance um, your work, your marriage, and being parents? Um. Well, lately, well, not lately, but we just made this decision that we're not going to take projects separately. And if there is a project that uh, we're not necessarily working on screen together on, uh, we will be working off screen. Um, we will be there for each other regardless, I guess, if that makes sense. So if I'm shooting a movie, Carlos will come with me. We'll keep the entire family together. No one's staying home. It's super important. I just see too many families separated and then fall apart. And the kids need both parents. You know, the the statistics show the importance of a two parent household and, you know, in our, in, in our industry, in the entertainment industry, it is hard to do that. So we've just made it a rule and we've stuck to it. Yeah, absolutely. And you guys are also setting a great example for your children too, because children see 
you know, what goes on in a household. And then that they take that, you know, to school or to their outside lives as they get Absolutely. older. Absolutely. Um, so you kind of give your fans a little bit of insight of your Hawaii life on your YouTube channel. Can you tell us about what inspired that project for you guys? Yeah, you know, um, I I started it, you know, a handful of years ago, but it was because I was tired of of kind of being being a slave to the industry. The industry. I mean, I I can't stand as as actors that, you know, we we're just like it's like audition and wait and 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 our future is literally in somebody else's hands. It's it's somebody else's opinion if we're good enough. It's somebody else, you know, it's their opinion if we're the right look for their project. Like at, at the end of the day, I wanted to have more control of the stuff that I was putting out. So Alex and I started doing these, you know, awesome, uh, just kind of uh, just like talking into camera, you know, and, and, and then it kind of evolved into like a vlog like thing. And, you know, now it's currently evolving into something else. So we have no idea what it is, but it's, you know, I just, just God is just evolving and evolving, evolving. And, um, you know, I, I was, I was afraid to, to, to take that leap, but I, I, I heard something today and, um, I wrote it in my notes, babe, and that I sent to you and it says, uh, hold on. Um, what is it right here? No, no, no. I, I think I texted it to you. Hold on. This, 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 this to me was just, uh, right here. Hold on. This it's totally worth it. It's totally worth it. Oh, sometimes we may be waiting on like a stop right? But God is waiting for us to take a step, mm. right? So I think, I think that that whole thing was like, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? And I just felt like God was telling me, yo, just do what you got to do. Like create your own content, take that step. And since we, you know, have taken that step, you know, it's just, it's, it's, it's been evolving and evolving and evolving. And to me, that's, what's so exciting. Like had I not taken that step, we wouldn't, you know, have this little channel that we have and a way to, you know, share God's love and, and our life. Uh, and it, it's, it's just, it's such a unique time that we're in that we have these, you know, these different medias to go out. And I mean, look, you, I'm literally in Hawaii and you are wherever you are and we're talking and, and, and it's working. And, and now somebody else is going to hear this and that, that message is, is you know, going to get spread on and on and on back in the day. If it, you know, if if Paul wanted to spread a message, that dude had to, you know, vote, <laughs> right? Walk, yeah. Donkey, yeah, he couldn't like, just send a text. <laughs> and it's it's just so cool that 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 we have this ability now to just put it out there. Yeah, and I I mean I definitely thought that too when you guys when I came upon your YouTube channel that you wanted to share your own story because as you said, I mean gossip magazines and blog posts they take over and it's because people want to know you know are their favorite celebrities like them you know and you guys give that to your fans without I don't what do you say like damaging your own reputation you know like you said you took control of the narrative so well, you're I, showing your truths what's interesting is at the time we were getting approached by a few different networks to do a reality show and you know their their ask was okay well we just want to know like what other family members are there? What um, what would like the conflict be? And we just thought that, that was so weird. Like how, <laughs> like, if you really think of reality, it's so produced. It's so silly. Right. They want the they want the conflict. They want the drama. And look, that happens in life naturally. That is what it is. But it just really actually pushed us to go. We should do our own vlog without all the junk that these producers want. And it's basically like the reality show that, 
you know, can be a positive life. Yeah. Yeah. And then you guys have control over it too. So there's not someone staging a fight between you guys or telling you to do something with your child that you probably normally wouldn't have done. Exactly. So. Oh, sorry. Hold sorry. on. Hi, baby. Did Kingston wake up? Yeah. Oh, should I go get him? Yeah. Okay. I'm coming right now. Um, if you just give me one okay, minute. I'm, I'm here gonna... though. So if you yeah. want to keep going, I'm going to It's all good. Can we leave that in here? Because that was yeah, adorable. Yeah, leave whatever you want in here. Oh, man. Oh, perfect. Okay. Because <laughs> that, that kind of leads into this next question is how do you guys find time for your faith between work and everyday lives? Do you spend time alone with God or do you spend time with him together? Maybe both? Yeah. You know, I it went back and forth. Uh, over the years, We've we've learned a lot. Um, there are definitely seasons where we were so overwhelmed and consumed and allowed allowed our alone time with God to get pushed aside. And you could totally see it in the seasons that we were going through um, because, you know, it, there was more struggle. There was less um, there was less peace. And God is always right there. Like it, he's he's ready to pick up where you left off. So instead of feeling guilty that, you know, maybe you haven't been speaking to him as much or that your relationship with um, God isn't where you want it to be, you can absolutely pick up where you left off and just be like, God, like I am sorry, but I am here and I just want a relationship with you. And I feel like um, we went through a couple of those seasons before we found really good balance. Um, when I came to the realization that, you know, when you become a parent, it is so tough because your kids need you all the time that actually getting a quiet moment alone with God is very, very rare. But I realized like there are moments where yes, go like you need be on your knees, talk to Jesus, like, like bring Holy spirit in. That's fantastic. But there are also moments where you should just have conversations with God. So even while I'm washing the dishes, I'll be talking to God while I'm folding the laundry. I'm talking to God because I know, you know, the day is a little crazy, but God knows my heart. God knows my um, my passion for him. And he's not going to go, oh, well, you're doing the dishes, so I don't accept how you're speaking to me. No way. Like, like God just wants a relationship. The way that I talk with Carlos, the way that I love my husband, I don't have to absolutely stop everything to have a conversation with Carlos that's meaningful. Like a lot of the conversations that we have is actually in the middle of chaos. Like my, one of my favorite moments in our marriage, both kids were throwing a fit. I mean, Ocean was having a tantrum. Kingston was screaming. Um, and we were in the middle of a shoot in Vancouver. So we've had like, we're, we're operating on no sleep. We had a, like a 15 hour day on set and we're both standing in the kitchen of this apartment and it's completely chaotic. And we just look at each other and we hug each other. He just holds me. And it was like, we were holding each other for two minutes. And it's one of my favorite moments because like amongst all the chaos, the craziness, the exhaustion, we were still a team and it didn't have to be this like crazy romantic moment. Like that moment was so powerful in itself. So, and that was the moment that we decided to go on the cruise alone. <laughs> 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 and okay so um just to kind of jump down a little bit what advice would you give to other people who are struggling to balance their faith with their careers hmm. i think 
Oh, this is so good. I think you have to ask yourself at the end of the day, um, am I representing the kingdom? Am I representing the kingdom? Am I representing God the way that I'm supposed to? That doesn't mean you have to go out and be a pastor. That doesn't mean that you have to go and suddenly work for the church. But are you being a representation of what he made you to be? And, and it doesn't matter what industry you're in. You could be bagging groceries. You could be, you know, working at a fast food restaurant, but do it joyfully. Do it in hopes that, you know, your smile is, your smile might just be what somebody needed that day. Um, You know, this one time I was driving and this person cut me off and I was like, oh my gosh, that person was such a turd. And the lady sitting next to me goes, hey, instead of saying that person's a turd, why don't you pray for them? Because maybe they've never had anyone pray for them in their lives. And I was like, oh, convicted. (laughs) That's a good like reality check. But um, so for me, I would just say, make sure that everything you do, you do it intentionally um, with his intention. I hope that makes sense. No, it does. Um, Okay. So I've got a question for Carlos. Mm -hmm. It's very serious. All right. right, I'm ready. What is your favorite Spy Kids movie? (laughs) You know, (laughs) I gotta be honest. I feel like I only really know the first one. Wow! I think I can call you a third. I think I can officially say. I think I think the first one. I mean, that one I like actually know. Two and three. Alexa doesn't even like three. But I love the second one. Two is my favorite. Yeah, and then four. Alexa was in, but like, she, you know, she's barely in it, so I never saw it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, I was very disappointed when I found out my parents weren't secret spies. I felt like I got kind of got ripped off there, but. <laughs> and then for Alexa, another serious question. Okay. What, what is your favorite big time rush song? Yes. Um, I <laughs> hands down can say lost in love because as we were both falling in love with one another, Carlos wrote that song. So lost in love for sure. And, um, I remember when he sent it to me just being like, Oh my gosh. Cause we had not said, I love you yet, but he sent me the song and he was like, I wrote this for you. And I'm like, Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys dance any big time rush songs at your wedding? No. no. Why? That's such a miss. Why did we no. not? Oh, come on. I mean, that oh, was yes. it. <laughs> Backstreet boys yep. and karaoke Backstreet boys. I do remember at one point, cause we, we like, we didn't like know the DJ, you know, it was just like a hired DJ. And he asked us like what kind of music we wanted. And at one point he started playing some like raunchy, bad music. music. And I remember like looking at Alexa, I ran as fast as I could up to the DJ book and I was like, turn this off. (laughs) Yo, 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 you gotta stop. No, you gotta stop. And he's like, just like, like literally just pulled the plug. He's like, what? I'm like, dude, you can't, it it was some guy in in, In Mexico. Mexico. And I'm like, dude, no, you can't. And then like, he like puts on a slow song and I was like, oh my gosh, this is just, it's fine. It's fine. It's going to be okay. He was nice. He, I, he didn't feel the crowd. He didn't feel the crowd. Yeah. <laughs> so any last comments um, for our listeners and readers out there? You know what? Just like, well, one, thanks for listening to this long interview. <laughs> we have a lot to say. Um, but, you know, we I posted this thing recently, and I think Carlos did too. Uh, 
with there's so much happening in the world and guess what you know 10 years from now there'll probably be other stuff happening but never let your emotions override your faith in jesus and uh i think that's a huge and important quote that us as christians really need to live by like do not allow your emotions to override your faith That was Carlos and Alexa Pinavega. To read Michelle's full interview with Carlos and Alexa, check out www.thewarcry.org. That's going to end this episode of the Fight for Good podcast. Be sure to subscribe to Fight for Good wherever you listen to podcasts. And don't forget to follow The War Cry and Peer Magazine on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Pinterest. Until next time, this has been the Fight for Good podcast. Bye for now. Subscribe to Fight for Good wherever you listen to podcasts.